Give that to the Lord one more time. Just, just one more time. Just a, just a little bit more. Could you worship Him? Come on, could you worship Him right now? Not, not just with a hand clap, but with your voice. Could you worship Him? If you love Him, could you worship Him right now? Did you help me sing something? Yes. You sing it. I just okay. not help me sing it. Just <laughs> great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. You know it. Okay. You sing it. You sing it with her. that course. Has the Lord been faithful to you? I mean, even when you weren't faithful to Him, hasn't the Lord been faithful to you? Hallelujah. The Lord loves us. for his faithfulness if you want to turn with me to 1st John chapter 4 it's one verse to start us out today 1st John 4 19 we love him because he first loved us We love Him because He first loved us. I want to 
just preach for a few minutes today, first love. Could you lift your hands and your voice one more time? Pray for the word today. Lord, I thank you for your presence that we felt for the victory, Lord, that we have proclaimed and taken hold of today. Lord, and I pray right now that you would open our understanding, that you would open our hearts. Lord, that you would begin to stir our pure minds by way of remembrance. Lord, that you would saturate us with your love today. That you would saturate us with your goodness and your mercy. Help us, Lord, to remember how much you love us. In the name of Jesus, everyone said in Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands to the Lord as you're seated today. I had made up in my mind what I was going to preach today. I knew that I was preaching. and It wasn't like one of those night before kind of things. It was, I knew I was going to be preaching today, bringing the word. I, I knew what I was going to preach. and Then, as God often does, he says, no, that's not what you're going to preach. And uh, the Lord spoke to me yesterday, yesterday evening. and he, he spoke to me and just began to remind me of things. And I just, oh, I just became so emotional and so weepy. <laughs> and uh, all, just, just all last night and just, man, my, I just felt like, like my heart was just going to, burst last night and the Lord just began to overwhelm me reminded me of his love for us and how we can allow our hearts to stray from him sometimes and we can get in a place that's not so good and but still his love for us you'll get where I'm going we love him because he first loved us. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. For God so loved the world. Hereby we perceive the love of God because he hath laid down his life for us. But God commendeth His love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us. I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave Himself for me. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed Upon us. The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will rest in his love. He will joy over thee with singing. Greater love hath no man than this. That a man lay down his life for his friends. And to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge. 
I can't even comprehend it. I can't even begin to adequately explain the love of God and how far it reaches and how it goes beyond my understanding and it passeth knowledge and the depths of it are I can't even know because it has no end. There is no, there, there is no end to the love of God. There is no way that you can measure the love of God. You cannot say that God has a big love for us because big can be measured. But the Lord has a, a limitless, just unimaginable love for us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I tell you, you ought to be happy today. And you ought to rejoice today in knowing. I'm not talking about thinking maybe how bad you feel about yourself. But uh, it is uh, uh, alone enough to know that the Lord loves me with an unconditional, unmeasurable, unfathomable love that will never end. And it reaches beyond all that I can comprehend. And as low as I can go, the love of God still goes further. For where sin did abound... Where sin did abound, grace, grace, and the love of God does much more abound. As high as I can stack my sins, the love of God goes even higher. As bad as I can be, the love of God can be that much better. Oh, hallelujah for the love of God. And today, what I feel is a call to repentance. And I feel like what God wants to do today is reach for someone. And I don't care what you say or what you feel or what you think about it. God has always been your first love. And He loved you before you were born, before you were even a thought, before you were formed in your mother's womb. He loved you when He wrapped Himself in a robe of flesh and walked on this earth. He knew about you and loved you while He hung on that cross for you. He did that for your sins to be forgiven. He did that so that you can be healed in your body and in your mind. He did that so you can be free from sin's hold and, and the hold of transgression and iniquity. And he made a way for you to be covered by His blood and baptism. And now He's willing to fill any of us with His Spirit so that we can walk victoriously and one day soon be with Him in the place that He has prepared for us. And even aside from all that, He protects us. 
And He speaks to us and He leads us and He guides us and He comforts us and He provides for us and He strengthens us and He is good to us and He loves us with an everlasting love as He Himself has stated in His Word. The Lord loves us. And I don't care about the misconceptions and the the skewed ideas of what this world has of God today. That He is a wrathful and mean and distant and unreachable God with a whip in His hand and, and just, just holding us over hellfire, waiting at any moment to drop us because of our sins and mistakes. That is not the God that we serve. Our God loves us. And though I don't believe that we should use this as as an excuse to sin and to do whatever we want, I tell you that you will have to fight hard to go to hell because of how much God loves you. You will have to fight to get into hell because of how much God loves you because He will reach for you. And He'll even put people in your life to reach for you. And He will intervene in your life because He loves us so much. In our lowest state, when we deny Him, when we fail Him, when we are so far away from Him, when we go directly against His Word, when we walk away from His house, when we stop living His truth, even the Lord loves us and longs to be with us. For some reason, sometimes we can turn away from Him. And I've seen it happen. And it's happened to me myself. We become distracted We forget who He is to us and for us. And there are many reasons that I could list today as to why I've seen people walk away from God. I've seen people's heart wander away from God. There's no good or justified reason that I can find or that I've ever seen. Many of us are able to hide our separation from God well. Even still coming to church, not thinking of ourselves as the prodigal in the pig pen, but maybe we're the lost coin in the house. The coin that was lost in the house. And I believe that God is reaching for someone like that today. That sits in a pew. That raises your hands even. That looks like everything is good, but I'm not naive to the fact that we struggle as human beings. And we make mistakes that we don't want anyone to know about. And we fall flat on our face and we fall short of the glory of God. 
And we can allow our hearts to wander, and we would never want to admit it to anyone, and we don't even want to admit it to ourselves sometimes, that we know the truth, that we believe it, and yet we have let our hearts wander from it and from God. But God, in the middle of all the great things that He's doing in our church and in this body, and I'm so excited about all of it, in the middle of all these things, all that He's doing, God is reaching for those today that feel left behind in all of that because of their secret sin or secret disconnection from Him. Ones that have a hard time in allowing yourself to be involved the way that you want to be and to worship the way that you want to and to step out and be used the way that you know that God wants you to. And to, it's hard to allow yourself to be free from things. And it's hard to feel like I'm keeping up with what's going on in my church family and in, in, my, in my church body. It's hard for me, I feel like, to contribute because of I've got these hang-ups and I know what's, what I'm battling secretly, and I know how, without even meaning to, I've, I've wandered so far. And it's hard for me to feel like I can catch up. It's hard for me to feel like I can fit back in with the people of God and into the work of God again. And I believe God's reaching for that person today. And my goal today is not to bash you, and it's not to scold you, and it's not to hurt your feelings, and it's not to judge you, but I aim only today to remind you that no matter how far you allow your heart to wander, it will always be Jesus that will remain your first love. It will always be Jesus if everything else in this life is stripped away from you. You would look and still see Jesus with His arms open, calling you. It will always still be Jesus that is the answer. It will always truly still be Jesus that is the everything that you need in your life. And nothing and no one can take His place. No one will ever, ever, and I know that we love each other, and I know that we have strong bonds and relationships, but no one will ever love you more than Jesus does. And no one will ever desire you more. No one will ever desire to be in relationship with you more. No one will ever be as good to you and as faithful to you. And no one else can save your soul. And no one else can comfort you the way that He can. No one else, nothing else. That void that we feel and we try to let it be filled with everything else, that void cannot be filled it cannot be filled with anything else. 
We can wander away from God. We can try and fill our lives with all kinds of other things. We can try and and compromise the truth and we can try and twist it and and make it fit into our lives in a way that we want to. We can try and fill our lives with all kinds of other prosperity and all kinds of other things and dreams and aspirations and jobs and friends and and goals and, and even relationships. Everything, all these things we can try and fill. But some, someone in here today knows that after a while, you always get brought back around to that decision to give yourself to God again. Because after a while, even when by the world standards we have success, there is still something that is inside of us that knows the covenant that we should be in with our God. The relationship we should have with our God. And so today is a call to repentance. To search ourselves. To wake up. To get our focus right again. I want you to understand me. That I'm not casting judgment over this this congregation today. I'm not trying to, to beat us over the head with the Bible today. I believe that there are people that God is trying to reach for and pull out of the pit today. And I believe that all of us, God is trying to say more than ever before, you need me and I want you. And you need to search yourself today and make sure that you are in relationship with me. And make sure that that covenant is not being lived outside of. And make sure that you are still consecrated to me. Make sure that I still am your only love. And make sure that I I still am your goal. And I'm still what you're striving after. And I'm still what you long for. And I'm still what you're working for. That you're still working to see my face. We can all search ourselves. First John 1 and 9 says if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Acts 3 and 19 says, Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Luke 13 and 3 says, I tell you nay, but except you repent, you shall likewise perish. Second Peter 3 and 9 says, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. James 4, 8 through 10 says, Draw nigh to God, and He will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. If we think that we can hide our sins and be okay, then we deceive ourselves. Because Proverbs 28.13 says, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper. You can't successfully live a life covering and hiding 
your sins and your hang-ups and your shortcomings. and You can't live prosperously like that. You can't successfully. You can only do it for so long. But whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. And if we think that thank God that His mercy endureth forever. And so I have forever to make sure that I'm right and I'm okay and I can get myself back to Him at any time. Then again we deceive ourselves. Remember therefore from whence thou art fallen and repent and do the first works or else I will come unto thee quickly. And we'll remove that candlestick out of his place except thou repent. It is imperative today that like the scripture says, if you're struggling, we remember from whence we have fallen. It's funny because pastor in Sunday school this morning was talking about how that as a when you whenever you're preaching or speaking or teaching you want to just blow the roof off and preach miracles and signs and wonders and 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 prosperity and and something that makes everyone feel good and but sometimes you have to preach these things that it's uncomfortable and I tell you today that it's easier for me to run and jump and holler and flip across this platform. And that's all still good, and we should be excited about those things. But it's easier to do that than it is for me to just lay my heart right here. And for me to hold back tears, trying to convey to you today how great the love of God is for you, but how short the time that we have is. I'm not trying to preach doom and gloom to you today. It's time, this is my message right here, it's time for us as a church, we remember, you know, we we preach about remembering all kinds of things. We talk about stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Remember who you are. Remember the power that you have in you. Remember the the, the power that you have access to. Remember that God still heals and works miracles and signs and wonders. And and, and we get excited. And and God is doing great things in our church. And I'm so thankful. and, And there's revival and a harvest of souls. And I'm so very thankful. But I think that we all know. That it's, it's more than just us alone that struggle secretly. We all go through times when we know I come to church, but I'm not where I need to be with God. And I want to say that I'm talking to new and old, young and old, every age, male or female. Every walk of life, every background, every color. I'm talking to every person in this place today. I don't care how long or how, how short an amount of time that you have lived for God. 
we can and we do sometimes allow our heart to wander farther than it should. And our focus can get off of, it can get off base. And I want to remind us today that we still have to search ourselves. And we still have to check ourselves. And we still have to make sure that I am not just in love with the idea of God and the idea of His love and mercy, but that I am in covenant with God. Because let me tell you today, if you don't know, then you need to know that you can have a relationship with God that is intimate. You can be in covenant with God that He speaks to you and that He does signs and wonders in your life and that that, that you are in sync and that you it seems like your heart is beating as one heart and you can't be in that place with God. I'm here to tell you today that it's not meant for you to just live a life of guilt and shame and have to break through every Sunday, but that you can live in a good, healthy relationship with God. Just like on this earth and in the natural, you can have a good working relationship with the Almighty God who is not distant and far from you. You don't have to email him. You don't have to set up an appointment with him. But you can go boldly before the throne of God. And you can be with him at any time that you call his name. He loves you and wants to be in relationship with you today. I have quoted... I know in some of the darkest times of my life, because I will be the first to tell you I've made many mistakes in my life. And I have sinned, and, and I, have, I know that I have hurt God's heart. And I know that I have hurt people, even that I loved, and, and friends, and, and, and people in my church. And, and I know that I have fallen short. I know that I have disappointed. I know that I have been in low, low, low places in my life before. And in some of those darkest times, before I could get anything else right, I would get to a place and I realized I'm not going to fix anything. I'm not going to fix anything if I can't fix it with God. Nothing's going to go right. Nothing. I'm not going to be who I need to be if I cannot pour my heart out to God and repent. And I have laid in my floor with my face in between the pages and read these words many times have mercy upon me O God according to thy loving kindness according unto the multitude of thy tender mercies blot out my transgressions wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity and cleanse me from my sin for I acknowledge, I know, I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Against thee and thee only have I sinned 
and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity and sin, and my mother conceived me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts. You've got to have that truth. You've got to admit to yourself and pour out to God. And in the hidden part, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities, because they are many. Create in me. Oh, I have, I have blubbered these words so many times. Create in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cleanse my mind. Cleanse my way of thinking. It's so far. It's so skewed. It's so messed up. Cleanse me, oh God. Cast me not away from thy presence. And take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. And uphold me with thy free spirit. We've got to be able to repent. We've got to be able to pour our, I, 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 know, I, I know the things that I would love to preach today. But it does us no good if we are not able to be honest with ourselves and honest with God and stop putting on that mask when we get up every day and stop faking it until we make it because you cannot fake it. You'll never make it faking it. And until we learn to be honest with ourselves and learn that we are never going to take any real steps forward and we're never really going to be okay until we're able to fall on our knees and on our face and cry out and say, God, I need you so desperately to cleanse me and wash me and please take me back to my first love. I'm reminded of... The lyrics of a song. It says, There is no name for this worse than a hypocrite. All the things I said, I'd never, I have broken every one. What have I become? What happened to the son who said that he would rather die than walk away from you? So I throw my heart onto the floor. Like a sheep to the slaughter. And let it all bleed out. God you can have it all. Every part of me. The saint. The sinner. Are ready to return to my first love. Take me back. Take me back. To the moment we were so close. That our hearts would beat as one. I remember in any weather, I'd step out on the water the moment you would say the word. And now my obsession is my confession. How desperately that I need you and my heart aches to hear your voice. So take me back.
take me back to the moment when our hearts, when we were so close that our hearts would beat as one. And I know in the Holy Ghost today that there are those of you who can barely hold it back any longer and feel as though you are in that place of desperation. I'm desperate to be back to my first love. I have found no other way. I have found that all other ground is sinking sand. I have found that there is nothing else that can fill me and satisfy me and save me. And it is my desire and my desperate cry today to be back to my first love. Could you stand with me today? It's my desire today that we search ourselves. That we rededicate ourselves. That we get back to that place when we were new. I'm not saying take steps backwards. I'm saying get back to where Remember, remember those times. Remember those times that you just, the Lord would just bless you and pour His power out on you. You knew that He was speaking to you. When you could worship and you could dance and you could you could see the vision of what God had for your life and, and the possibilities were just endless and your heart is just overflowing with the love and the joy of His salvation. It's okay not to take steps backwards but to let your heart get back to a place of that newborn child of God. That I'm able to just lay everything. You, you're not going to have to beg and plead. You don't have to let God see you beg and grovel. And you don't have to go through an application process. It doesn't matter how much baggage. All it takes man, we don't deserve it. But he loves us so much. And all that it takes. It's just to say, God, here's everything. I'm, I'm done with my own way. I can't figure it out by myself. 
I can't do it by myself. I don't want to live away from you anymore. I don't want to be outside of what you have for me anymore. I don't want to live with this weight on me anymore. And in that just one moment of sincere repentance, God can restore everything. He can bring you right back to that place in Him again. He can restore that zeal and that passion and that desire and the joy of His salvation in just one sincere moment of repentance. And I I'm not trying to get you emotional today. The word of God alone today should be enough to stir us. To shake us. And even if you feel like you're doing good and you're doing fine. God, let me never forget. Let me never forget who my love is. And who I live every day. Just for the moment. That I can touch him. That I can see him. The one who has loved me. And kept me and been so faithful to me. You have the option. But I'm, I'm asking everyone that will today. Could you find a place in these altars. I'm opening them up right now. Could you find a place? It's okay. It's still good church if you have to just cry. And just weep before the Lord and just let your heart be broken before Him. That's still good church. Could we find a place of repentance today? And make sure that we are still... With our first love. Pour out to God right now.
Repentance is something you have to do on your own. I tell you, but it always feels so much better when you know there's somebody there with you. And so guys, guys to guys and girls to girls, those that are still praying maybe, why don't you take somebody by the hand, guys with guys, girls with girls, and just pray for one another for just a moment. We've all spent time in repentance and if it's a husband and wife together, husband and wife together. But just let that person beside you know, hey, I'm here with you. And if I can help you, if I can help you get back to the place you fell from, if I can help you stay on course, I'm going to be here for you. We're all repenting. We're all trying to get to where God wants us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God. 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 O